1: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at, as always, at Marcus underscore Mosher. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Lana. what's going on, sir?
0: The 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 world is trying to stop me from getting you the training camp information that all of you need. The power went out right before we were trying to record. I'm all sunburnt. Uh, work has been crazy, but nothing. Nothing will stop me, folks. I am here to give you the good news of uh, my notes on training camp, and uh, I'm excited to do it.
1: Yeah, so the Cowboys practice on Saturday and Sunday. They are off on Monday, uh, and Landon was actually out at practice both days to, to give you guys a great recap. So rather than trying to go through every little bit of practice, we're just going to talk about specific players who practice well or maybe didn't practice well. I want to start with Dalton Schultz, Landon, because I really feel yep. like – from at least from what I, what I saw on Twitter and you know, talking to people, he was the star of Sunday's practice. What do you have to say about what you saw from Schultz?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, that whole sequence that kind of really showed Schultz, uh, really highlighted Schultz was during a team period. Um, and, and and actually the offense was kind of struggling a little bit to kind of get the, get the ball moving. Uh, and I hate to say this, but then they found uh, – kiana neal covering dalton schultz and they took advantage of that matchup at least three times on that on that one you know two minute drive so uh i thought that dalton schultz you know looks great i mean it's not really a surprise i don't know that like you know i noticed a huge leap or anything like that i mean besides the actual leap that he took last year (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah and also the leap in play last year yeah uh but i think that you know more specifically, what it felt like was happening there was that uh, Dak found a, uh, a mismatch and just kept on hitting it until it, they basically scored from it. So I, I think that that's actually the note from that was that, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly Dalton looks good, um, but I think it's more concerns about Keanu Neal and covering tight ends and uh, and, and the fact that Dak was attacking a, a, a obvious weakness until they made him stop.
1: Well, let's get to Keanu Neal in just a second, but I want to stay at Schultz because yeah, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, right? Like Dalton Schultz versus Blake Jarwin. There's probably not really a tight end competition. And from what it sounds like the Cowboys on Sunday, were just trying to limit some of the reps of Blake Jarwin kind yeah. of coming back from this ACL injury. Um, do you think there is a competition or do you think they're just going to rotate these guys in depending on the matchups?
0: Look, my ten—I mean, just to kind of pull it back, my ten thousand foot view note of the offense in general is that they have entirely too many skill players that they need to get the ball. I mean, I mean, we're laughing, but honestly, like they have. One more running back and one more tight end than they can put on the field, you know, a, a reg- on a regular mm-hmm. basis that they would like to get the ball. Uh, it's an embarrassment of riches in the in the skill in the skill section for the Cowboys' offense. So, um, I, I think that they need to find a way to to evolve Dalton Schultz, you know, throughout the season. Um, you know, I think if you see what the, uh, the direction of of kind of evolving modern forward thinking offenses it's it's more of an evolution back to 12 personnel it's Mm. you know it's it's moving past 11 personnel and back i mean this this thing always constantly shifts right this has always been the case i mean the rams ran uh you know what 85 percent 11 personnel in in 2018 and then you know they realized that they overdid it and needed to kind of pull it back and started playing a bunch of 12 personnel i mean this is what these what these offensive gurus do is they shift with the tides i think for the cowboys they have two incredible tight ends or two very good tight ends uh, that are that both have earned uh, opportunity to get get the ball and to get get playing time and it's it, you know the 12 personnel is obviously a a, a useful uh, personnel group so I would like to see maybe a slight uptick in 12 personnel, just because you have a high level of confidence in both those players. Uh, And I think that Dalton Schultz, even if he isn't the starter uh, needs to see significant snaps because he's a good player who can, who can be a, a, a problem for defenses.
1: He is a good player. I do want to see him on the field more. And I, listen, I just think the offense functions better with Dalton Schultz because I think Jarwin is a better receiver. But I think the difference in blocking is so drastic that I think I'd rather just have Dalton Schultz on the field, especially if he's winning, you know, in the receiving game like he was on Sunday. Uh, Let's talk about Keanu Neal Lane, and he's making the switch from strong safety to linebacker. How has that been going so far?
0: You know, I mean, outside of what I just discussed, it seems like it was pretty good. You know, I mean, I, I, he did get mm. picked on a little bit by Schultz in that two-minute drill. Uh, but I also have seen multiple players where, you know, he's knocking balls loose on from ball carriers. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's where he's supposed to be. Uh, he's made some positive plays as well. So it's not uh, it's not all just that one two-minute drill that uh, it, it seems like he got a little bit picked on. So, uh, you know, I think he's been doing okay for the most part. You know, I, I think that it's from... I, he hasn't really uh stood out other than you know like i said the, the kind of being picked on the 2 minute drill and then the, the force fumble that i noticed so uh he's uh, we did see him and parson's running with the ones during that 2 minute drill uh so there 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 does seem to be kind of a rotation going on with the linebacking group uh and then also some other per- players as well the the defense really seems uh Fluid, you know, in, in a way that there isn't like this. Necess- and and uh, it's early. So they're definitely trying combinations out. It may be less fluid by the time we get to the regular season. Uh, but as of right now, it sure seems like they're doing a lot of kind of different combinations of uh, of, play- of personnel and, and seeing what sticks.
1: So there's no reason to be concerned about Keanu Neal yet, right?
0: Not yet. No. I th- okay. You know, again, it was one. It was, it was really just one really bad two-minute drill. One portion of one small portion of practice so uh we're gonna give him pass and dalton schultz is a good player you know so uh there's something there
1: all right let's take a quick break so i can tell you guys about bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of the action on bet online before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Lane, and I want to read you a tweet from Michael Galkin, and I'd love to have you comment on this one. So uh, this one came yesterday after practice. Uh, again, Michael Galkin, great follow. Uh, Cowboys linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch looks at home at Will Linebacker. And he's in great shape, moving sideline to sideline. It's clearly he put in the offseason work, just showed great leverage, uh, used to make a touch tackle in the open field. How do you think Van Esch looked during practice on uh, Saturday and Sunday?
0: I think he's looked good. You know, he's, he's looked uh, a lot more uh, confident in what he's doing. Um, he just seems to be moving with more uh, assuredness of, of where he's supposed to be. Uh, and that means he's playing faster and he's, uh, you know, reacting faster. I mean, whether it's in uh, coverage, I've seen him, you know, be a little bit, been sticky in coverage in certain situations. I've seen him make uh, a, a tackle for loss on an 11, on 11, you know, kind of run period again, all of this is pre-pads. So, so, you know, a lot of the run stuff, it's kind of tough to determine, mm-hmm. you know, what exactly who's getting tackled or if it would have lasted, but he was able to knife through the line of scrimmage and make the read correctly. And, uh, you know, unless he really missed whiffed on the tackle, he would have gotten a tackle for loss. So yep. I, I have noticed a, uh, a, a, an uptick to return to form, I guess is, I guess what I would say it, you know, it, it seemingly in the way he's moving in the way you know, he's playing with a level of confidence. Now, Part of the problem with Leighton Vanderesch has been, you know, uh tackling issues. Yeah, yep. just kind of finishing. So we definitely need to see that on the other side of padded practices. But from what I've seen up front, as far as just getting to where he needs to go, competing at an athletic level with the with the people that he's going against, uh, he looks he looks good. He looks like he uh like he should, like we expected him to uh coming into last year.
1: So one of the problems that we had when we were talking about these linebackers was it two weeks ago? Uh, about Leighton Vanderush is what's his best position? Because we know it's not middle linebacker where he has to take on blocks. And is he too big to play the weak side linebacker? But it sounds like from what you're telling me, he looks quick. He looks fast. It looks like he's actually the player that we saw back in 2018. Do you, do you agree with that?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, I think we got to look at the tackling because that's the that, – That's honestly, the biggest that's problem. A, that's a huge part of what made – Layton so good his rookie year is that he didn't miss a lot of tackles and he was you know he has long arms and he kind of just envelops ball carrier so um, I I would say the front part of what makes him good the arriving on time the speed to get outside the the, uh, quick reaction that seems to be you know back in the sense that I feel like he looks like he's playing Mm -hmm. he's a lot more comfortable playing the position that he's playing so we need to see him tackle a little bit but I do think that you know in a rotation, in a situation where maybe you know he's not having to take all the nickel snaps and be the will, full-time will linebacker in base, uh, I, I feel confident that Latins you know could potentially have a, a, a return to form year.
1: All right, I want to touch on one more linebacker, Micah Parsons, just really quickly. Oh, uh, I know Mike McCarthy said they had him doing too much after the first practice. I wonder if they got some some data back from I believe they're wearing these vests that help show like how much work they're putting into a practice. GPS trackers. Yes. yes. Um, what did you see from him on Saturday and Sunday?
0: I mean, I saw him running from drill to drill. And then, like, you know, I saw him, uh, you know, so they basically, you know, they separate out – little pods you know all throughout the field and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of working on different things based on position right and they have linebackers doing you know kind of read and react drills they've got a uh, pass rushers down here kind of working on techniques and get off and, and and that sort of thing and you know here's here's parsons uh uh rushing against uh, uh, tyron Smith and taking a couple of snaps and then uh you know running over to the other side of the field to do some read and react i mean and and he's making plays kind of everywhere he's going. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's reacting on the ball. He's getting his hands on the football. Uh, I mean, he's doing things that you're just like, that are eye opening. you know? I mean, he's not like beating Tyron Smith, like, you know, consistently or even more than maybe once or twice. Uh, And he's, you know, he's getting his hands on the football in the passing game. He's running up the field with CD lamb on certain things. I mean, the, the, the breadth of what this guy can do is incredible mm-hmm. it, it really is and and if this defense really is going to be kind of a uh, a matchup based defense which it sure seems like it is just based on the kind of personnel they've collected and everything and all and again all the talk let's see if we can believe it uh, he's going to be an incredibly valuable piece. I mean, I, I, you know, I know people talked about it on the radio, but I've got the video. He lined up at defensive tackle and took it in one of the pass rushing drills and went up right up the middle. I mean, so hey,
1: did he get pressure on the quarterback?
0: I mean, no, he didn't. But, I mean, he also did it once. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Neville Gallimore didn't get more well, than – Well, hold on. <laughs> I want to go
1: to Tyron really quickly. Uh, Tyron yeah. has been incredibly kind and nice during these practices. I just yeah, want to say
0: that. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. Well, beyond that, beyond <laughs> what you're saying, like not crushing Parsons for sure, after practice uh, – Yes, yes. He spent a lot of time with, with Parsons. And, and Parsons – was able to beat him at the end of that whole thing, was able to get him on a spin move uh, because he was doing the taco, right? Where he was getting up field and then just spinning before anyone ever touched yeah. him. And I think Tyron was kind of teaching him like, Hey, you need to lean into me a little bit. And then he kind of was able to get it going. So, uh, you know, say what you want about Parsons. He came, he came to practice early to work with Quinn. He stayed late to work with Tyron Smith yep. Uh, he's very, clearly very serious about trying to, you know, have an important role in this team. And from what I've seen, you know, there's no doubt that he's going to be an incredibly useful piece.
1: So this year. I, I mean, I could be wrong on this, but it seems like just from the outside looking in that Dan Quinn's two quote unquote project players this year are Michael Parsons and like Randy Gregory, right? Those are the two guys it seems like he's been putting in a lot of extra work with you. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We're well past
0: project with Gregory. Yeah. I okay. Mean, that's, maybe that's the let's, wrong Let's word. talk about Gregory. because like I some mean,
1: special attention, right? Like guys. Yeah, sure. Certainly.
0: Yeah. Certainly. He's, I mean, certainly in the sense that he uh, clearly has a relationship and cares about developing those players. But uh, we should segue that into a conversation yeah, about, let's talk Randy about Randy because-
1: Gregory. That's fine because it sounds like from everybody who's been out there that Randy Gregory's been ruining practice uh, in a good way. Uh, yeah. Th- go ahead and talk about what you've seen from Gregory so far.
0: I mean, he's blowing up reverses, he's getting sacks, he's beating Tyron, you know, at a pace that I haven't seen since, I mean, Lawrence, you know, a couple years ago when he was in training camp, and DeMarcus Ware before that, I mean, uh, he's just, and look, let's be clear too, like, can I go in that way, Tyron Smith looks incredible. Like he, you know, it, Tyron Smith is it's this isn't like, oh, working his way back in. Tyron Smith looks ready to go,
1: he's he, in the best he, shape of his life, like legitimately uh, the best. Uh, shape.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not taking his word for it. I, I've seen the last, see yeah, six or seven training camps of Tyron Smith, and this is as good as he's looked. Same There's for no
1: Collins, Collins, a skinny man, yeah,
0: absolutely. If I you mean, can both call a
1: 310 them. pound guy skinny, he's he's, he's slim, skinny
0: he's, <laughs> he's slim as you get at 310. He's he is, you're right. Uh, but but yeah, what go back to. Gregory you know that he he's developed an in a couple of inside moves and like his ability he's so dangerous on the outside like mm-hmm. Tyron is so concerned with it even Tyron Smith who's you know really got incredible feet and long length he's so concerned about the speed on the outside and his ability to dip under that they've got to get out quick and now what Randy, Randy is doing is He's like on his third step, he's taking one, two, and then third, he's immediately changing directions back inside mm-hmm. and he's got a rip. And then and the tackles are so concerned at getting outside that they're leaving huge space for him. And he doesn't need a lot of space in the in the first no, place. He gets no. skinny really well. So that's put a lot of pressure on tackles. And that kind of combination of that speed dip with the inside rip is, you know, that's a that's a really great way to hammer offensive tackles because you can't you can't you can't be correct there. Uh, So he's doing that in in pass rush drills, in run and run drills. You know he killed two reverses for like huge tackles for losses. On top of that, he's also doing a good job of of just kind of keeping contained and playing the run well. I mean, Randy Gregory has been maybe the best player out here at camp. That's fantastic. It's 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 it's. almost every time he's out there he's affecting the play somehow and he's it's just a been an absolute joy to watch
1: randy gregory is one of the few players in this defense where if he hits his ceiling this year he can dramatically change basically the entire outcome of the Cowboy defense because if he's the player that we think he can be i mean you're talking about a guy that's easy double digit sacks and just a game wrecker opposite of demarcus lawrence i have one more question for you on the defensive line Obviously, Demarcus Lawrence is going to be out a little bit of a while. I mean, not concerned about him for the regular season, but who was the next best defensive lineman you saw at practice?
0: Uh, not just defensive end, but just defensive lineman defensive in defensive general?
1: Defensive <sighs> uh, Overall,
0: like, yeah. yeah I mean, just I think,
1: if, you, if I had to say it right now, who was, the, who was the most impressive for you there?
0: Probably Gallimore. I mean, Gallimore's been really good, and, okay. and you haven't, I haven't seen him like you know, get a ton of sacks or anything, but he's consistently getting pressure against, uh, uh, some of the bigger guys. Osa, Osa has been actually pretty good. I knew you'd love
1: Osa. That Uh, was a little cheating right there. (laughs) I
0: mean, he got got a couple, he's gotten sacks, I think in the last two practices, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they've done some really interesting things with, uh, with Basham. Mm Um, I I saw him rushing in a nickel lineup at defensive tackle. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I think you know he's he's shown uh, some things, not you know really flash, flash, but as far as a third guy, like he's shown uh, something. I mean, Bradley and I like can legit rush the passer. Uh, you know, I think McCarthy gave a whole, whole synopsis of him yesterday in his press conference, mm-hmm. and I think that's appropriate. Like you know that he can get to the quarterback. You know he can affect the quarterback. It's everything else. Let's see if we can get the rest of it. Yeah, because yep. honestly, they they have something there there with with him
1: as a pass rusher. All right, we're going to continue to talk about practice uh, from Saturday and Sunday. But before we do that, I just want to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code On, and you'll get 15% off your first box at BiltBar.com.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, two more things I want to touch on before we leave. First of all, C.D. Lamb, hype is real, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, we haven't seen the kind of, you know, everyday highlight reel stuff that we've seen with des quite yet but i mean we've seen already several different things where you're just like wow uh including that really fantastic yeah the separation i mean he's getting open he's finding holes um you know i I mean i honestly the the defensive coverage especially the first day i was there has been pretty decent you know i mean especially like versus our expectations right uh so it, it there has, you know, the first day I was there, it was, it was defense kind of r- ruled the day. A little bit better for this offense the second day, and and CD was able to get a lot more separation. But you can just see, you know, he's put on like, you know, some some weight. You can really see it in his legs. You know, yeah. it, was, it was like really kind of added some muscle there so to kind of armor to take that stuff on. So, uh, and he's just, you know, he looks big and strong and, and, and he did, but it doesn't still, look like
1: he lost any of the quickness and, you know, no, yeah. No
0: none of that's gone it's that's all still there so uh yeah he could be a real a real threat this year not that not that that's surprising
1: to anybody no that's why i didn't want to spend a lot of time on him because we know cd's good like we, we don't need to talk about it it's kind of like we talk yeah. like Dak, yeah, right we do we could we could do a whole show on Dak every single day and you know jerry jones called it the best practice he's ever seen from Dak. but we don't need to do that we, there's other more intriguing things to talk about like the secondary lane uh Kelvin Joseph, boss man, fat. I want to hear how he played. Uh, Donovan Wilson sounds like he made some plays over the weekend. And then what about that free safety spot? We're going to talk about Malik Hooker later in the week. But what about KZ? What about about Wilson? What are you seeing on that side of the ball?
0: Well, let's start with the corners. Uh, Joseph, I thought – looked good that's that's what i mean the mostly my concern with joseph is how, how does he physically look right because we've heard concerns about you know he, I, he may potentially have dealt with a covid situation yeah, uh, he definitely came
1: yeah
0: yeah and yeah definitely that too <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the case yep. uh yep. He, he seems to be in good shape he's moving really well uh several different wide receivers have tried him down the field but it's not happening you know he's, he's able to get down the field it's his best uh,
1: trait winning down
0: the yeah. field and, and honestly, it's funny because I mean, you know, uh, he's wearing that 24 jersey. Uh, it's the complete him,
1: opposite of what we're used to. You right?
0: see him getting down the field, he's able to turn around and find the ball. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? Uh, yeah. So, you know, that part has not been an issue for him. Um, I, I mean, I haven't necessarily seen him, you know, pick off any footballs or or you know okay. do anything like absolutely you know he looks like he belongs.
1: that's the most important but he right? certainly
0: looks like he belongs and he's certainly not uh uh, uh yeah being uh, pushed around or, or or having any problems versus any of the receivers he's going against uh so i think it's more just kind of continuing to get his feet wet what about the, uh, the safeties so you know donovan wilson obviously yeah has made a couple of plays you've seen him break on 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 some balls um I do feel like there might have been two or three different times when I saw him blow a coverage and give up a big play too, um, but I, I think you know there's clearly some kind of concern with the team and 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 or at least they're trying to cover their bases here by by uh, the Malik Cooker stuff that you know we we'll, we'll talk about later. But uh, you know I think, like I said, the coverage overall has been a little bit better than I expected. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of will lump the safeties in there because I, you know, I, I don't know that they're specifically covering up anything, but they're but they're part of the overall mm-hmm. coverage that's making you know Dak need to look away or need Dak to pull it down and try to move or you know so uh, it, it, they seemingly were doing a good job of kind of denying first reads at least. Uh, And then, you know, maybe things would break down once the scramble drill happened, but that's kind of, you know, what Dak does. So, uh, yeah, I I could definitely see still feeling like they needed some more consistency at the safety position. Um, You know, Curse is in there a lot and he's good for some things and not for others i mean really you're not, to say that. <laughs> well i mean look without the pads on you know curse isn't really able to showcase what he does well yeah really. no. so um I, I think that there is still He's some attacked. of that yeah so uh I, i'm interested to see exactly how the safety position shape shakes out once the pads come on because there's just a lot of uncertainty you know it's just a lot of of rotating a bunch of different guys in there and you know uh, upwards of four different guys are getting start, starter snaps including thompson so uh, it's just they they need to sort it out they need to yeah. get the, the all their players in one spot and kind of figure out you know who's the most consistent are we going to rotate the package i mean yeah. i think they want to get to a spot where they feel like they have three solid safeties and,
1: and if but they can hooker, rotate can, in and use yeah
0: yeah and if hooker can come in and kind of provide that that you know, starter level Then now you've got like Donovan Wilson and maybe Kazee and maybe one more guy kind of being solid rotational safeties that can just come in at certain packages.
1: I do find it interesting that the Cowboys reached back out to Malik Hooker after one day of practice. Like did they not like what they saw from KZ? Are they worried about his workload and giving him too many snaps? That's something we'll, we'll talk about on tomorrow's show. But one last thing, Landon, before we go of all the other receivers outside of Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. Who has been the most impressive to you? Malik Turner.
0: I mean, yeah. uh, he's shown up a lot of different times, made plays, I think every single day. Um, just big and strong and, and, and you know, makes plays uh, when, when, when he gets called on. I mean, I've noticed him several different times just kind of going, oh, who's 17 again? Oh, yeah, Malik Turner. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like that. So, uh, drumbeat just let's i think we should start the start listed for drum beats there he's, yeah. he's he could be this year's uh name a guy uh yeah,
1: yeah. The, training the camp
0: wide receiver that we aren't sure is going to make the team and may or may not
1: can we call it the kenyan rambo award from way oh,
0: to- <laughs> is a, that a poll that's a name yeah, yeah. we can't call it the, how the about the Kenyon terrence rambo. copper
1: role or the Sam that Roll?
0: The Sam Hurd. Well, Hurd actually played. You know, like that's what well, I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I mean, the guy that just had a really good training camp that ended up making the roster and playing well.
0: I don't know that Hurd is the guy that we should be naming Men's any kind of awards after, or yeah, at yeah, least yeah, not that kind sure. of award, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kenyan Rainbow Award. That's what we're going to we'll call Let's do it. that. Let's yeah. do that instead. Yeah. Uh, Jamaica Rector. That's another one that I that's like. That's a good watch. one. I like yeah. Jamaica Rector. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, uh, you can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus
2: underscore Mosher.
1: We will see you next time.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.